everybody. Welcome to Dawson Starlings. Today we're going to talk about season two, episode 14, To Be or Not To Be. Part one. Part one. Thank you very much. If you couldn't tell by the ellipses on the title, it's, this is part one. I think the ellipses, you can like hear it. The tone was inferred. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I can't imagine what part two will be called. I um, it's called Ice Cream Truck. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That's a callback to before we were recording. When an yeah, ice cream you guys truck. aren't in on it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You'll hear it at some point during this recording. Yes. And it, it's delightful, frankly. Oh, good. I'm so glad you can hear it so well through the headphones. Oh, good microphones. Uh, <laughs> this episode first aired February 10th, 1999. The Netflix episode summary says, When a teacher forces Jack to read a poem that leads everyone to suspect he's gay, Patsy's principal defense threatens to get him suspended. That is a tough sentence for me, my little speech impediment. Yeah, a lot of popping peas there. Yeah. Well, we'll you, see. You did well. Thank you. I tried, you did good. tried my best. This episode was written by a couple of, bless their hearts, a couple of no names, uh, K-Dubs and Greg Berlanti. <laughs> and directed by Sandy Smolin. Um, Cold Open was a little slow. Yeah. I'll be honest. I knew about these episodes. Um, I don't know what this dance was that I did. I think I was just really proud of myself for nailing You're that. You're still doing it, too. Yeah, I want you to acknowledge that it happened, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Um, I was nervous about these episodes because I knew what they were. And uh, was like, oh, I wonder what 23 years have done to these Oof. episodes. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it, but 23 years did not really do this gay storyline very well. Wait, what? I know. I was talking about the Dawson and Pacey. Oh, Just, like the friendship? Yeah. Got it. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, so the cold open is Dawson, Pacey, and Jack in Dawson's room looking at this, like, miniature of Cape Side. That Jack made. Y- yeah, these are the most talented high schoolers in the world. It is so impressive. This is like a professional grade. We hire these kinds of people for television sets kind of thing. And he's just like, I just whipped it up for fun. It's like, uh, okay. Uh, all right, man. Get a life. <laughs> uh, also, where was Jack last season when Dawson was making that model of Joey's head? <laughs> Could have used him for the eyebrows. He was just floating around as an enigma somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Um, and then Pacey leaves because he has homework, because he is handsome and dedicated, and we are here for it. And he's a nerd now. Yeah, we love it. Love a nerd. Oh, yeah, I love a hot nerd. Yeah. Oh, take off your glasses. He's not awesome. All right. No. <laughs> And you just made it weird. Kim's into glasses. (laughs) Um, Jack surprises Pacey and Dawson by wanting to stay for Dawson's camera test. Just like so weird. It's a little presumptuous. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so Dawson asks, because now Jack is there and Pacey is gone, uh, what this Peterson assignment that Pacey has to go home and work on is. And uh, as a reminder, Peterson is that shitty English teacher from The All-Nighter and Sex She Wrote. And guess what? That was his best. We saw him at his best in those episodes. Yeah, for real. Yeah, he's a shit teacher. Um, Terrible. Yeah, like a like a just a bully. Yeah, he's like a terrible, terrible teacher. Mm -hmm. It makes me so angry. Yeah, 
Uh, the assignment is to write a poem about something that is critical to their being. He asked Dawson for some writing tips because if you need writing tips, you go to Dawson's Creek. And well, um, he is a festival film winning uh, screenwriter. Yeah. Well, okay, then. Yeah, that's fair. He is a festival winning screenwriter who's mm-hmm. on his second movie. He's more accomplished than me. Same. <laughs> so that's something that uh, is gonna. I always wonder, like, what will be the thing that wakes me up at three thirty in the morning and. I know that this is what it'll be tonight. <laughs> it's that Dawson is more accomplished. Yeah, oh, normally it's other stuff, but whatever. Hey, it's not your fault. You're a woman. Yeah, it is my fault. I'm a woman. That's what the world says. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, So Dawson's tip to Jack is to open yourself up and offer the world a peek into the part of yourself that you normally stifle, stifle which I'm here for, but also it's high school. Yeah. High schoolers are brutal. Do not open up. By any means, more than you have to. Like Pacey, he does his poem, spoiler alert, about a uh, car, a race car. Like, what is it? Uh, yeah, a car. It's stupid. It, you don't, like, especially knowing what this episode is, if you're not ready for it, don't force it because of a homework assignment for me. Truly terrible teacher. Yeah. Act one, Pacey's doing very well in school. Yeah. Midterms are in, and he's got three Bs and two As. Uh, <gasps> I know. <laughs> He's gonna get glasses soon. Oh, well then he will he's, take them he's off. Ready. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Um, the guy telling him about his grades is Mr. Milo, the school counselor, who wasn't the best with him earlier. Like in another episode, he was just kind of like, "Pacey, you're stupid, right?" Um, but I like he's so proud of Pacey. I'm so everybody's proud of Pacey. We're all so proud of you, Pace. Yeah. We're here for your journey. Yeah, it is a journey. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Pacey looks like a guy who just needed an adult to tell him he's doing well. Don't we all? And we are technically adults, and I need someone to tell me I'm doing well as soon as I wake up in the morning. Immediately. That's why every single morning I immediately text you, hey, you're doing well. Thank you so much. I don't do that, but I'm now realizing perhaps I should. I'm now realizing I think I would actually love that. Done. <laughs> Great. Great. And it shall be reciprocated. Oh, I don't know that it's always warranted for me. Of course it is. Of course it is. You're the hardest working person I know. Oh, you're so great. I'm just looking at our visuals right now. Like your visual, your hair is done. You got makeup on. You got a shirt, the color of which really complements your skin tone. Well, because I'm very tan right now. Yeah. Yeah, you are. And I look like I've given up. Listen, I, I look like I, <laughs> I look like I give up all the other times, but I actually am going to go see my family tonight. So I figured I don't want them to know that I'm I've given up. Fair, very fair. trying to play that charade out for at least a couple more years. Smart. That's really Thank smart. You. Yeah, I, I just don't need it right now. Yeah, <laughs> later, later. <laughs> um, so Basie runs in and starts macking with Andy in front of Jack and Joey, which is weird. Uh, and then Jack tries to get a little something going with Joey, and Joey's like. Nah, that's not. <laughs> it's so. She's funny. like, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't even. No. Nah. <laughs> Just completely denied. Uh, and on that, and Dawson and Jack talking set building, it's time for English class. I think, um, like, I buy that Jack and Dawson are buddy buddy now because think about like on a film set, you just you you make friends really fast. Mm-hmm. You well, you have to. You're with each other more than you're with your own family. Yeah. Spouses. And look at us. You and I, sometimes it turns into like 
a very adorable friendship that some would Ugh. say is the showmance of the century. I don't know who, but some have said that. Some have said that. I, yeah. More than one people have said it. So multiple yeah. people are saying it. Yes, for sure. Nine out of ten dentists. At least. <laughs> and then there are other people who, uh, where are they? Who knows, you know? But we were friends. Get back to the point of, of <laughs> this tangent. It stays in. No, there wasn't really any, any point. <laughs> I feel like I even lost what we were talking about. <laughs> I did too. I did too. <laughs> um, so now, anyway, the point is, Dawson and Jack are best friends now. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone heads off to English class, except for Dawson and Joey, who are not in the class together, which will prove to be important, I think, later on in the... Yes. Although this is this has got to be probably the first class that none, not all of them are there together, ever. Yeah, that's true. I think so. <laughs> how convenient. Yeah, yeah. Dawson and Joey talk about how it's nice to see Dawson being friends with Jack, which is nice. It is nice. Yeah, it's nice to see people be friends. I know that's a hot take. <laughs> Um, but I like seeing people just be friends. I know? really love when you come in with like hot takes. That's classic Zaz. You don't care what other people are going to think. You don't care if people are going to disagree. You're here to say the controversial take. You know, you gotta live your truth. And if you don't, you know, if you don't stand up for what you believe in, you're standing alone. That's beautiful. Not speaking out is like standing alone. That's what I was trying to get to. It's a song lyric. It's beautiful. Who said that? Thank Beyonce? You. No, actually. It's uh, OAR. That's a band. Oh, yeah. I know OAR. Man. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Whoa. I know. Nice. Um, I forgot about the summer you toured with them. I basically did. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? I've seen them in concert so many times. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was like a big. They were like very popular in my high school. I love that. Like circles in my hometown. Yeah, it's big. That was a big thing. I really love that. Out on the quad. High schools have quads, right? Sure. Sure. Um, Ty spots Jen, who uh, she's cooling on him after the Bible party. He asked if it was the Bible party. And uh, yeah, man, obviously that was it. And not even that <laughs> it was like a youth group or whatever it was. It, but you can't just like spring that on somebody. You can, you really can't. But, come on. Um Jen says his religion is clearly important to him and she sees it as an inevitable obstacle in their relationship. He says that he's not giving up and thinks most women admire persistence. Eh, maybe not. Yeah. Jen says she's not most women and it's true. She's a 15-year-old cardiothoracic surgeon. She is so wise beyond her years. I do have to note great use of the term Dorcas McForcus <laughs> as Ty... Ty describes himself. He says, I'm no Dorcas McForcus. And I was like, whoa, immediately wrote that down. And I was like, I'm using that. One day. <laughs> it's really good. Really love it. It really rolls off the tongue, too. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Berlanti. <laughs> you think that was uh, Greggy B? Yeah. <laughs> Greggy. Eh. We'll keep working on it. <laughs> Until he sends us a cease and desist letter. I'm surprised I haven't gotten one from him already. But yeah. <laughs> uh, day's coming we love an optimist you know uh in mr peterson's class pacey hands in his assignment and he's already halfway to a d because of his poor penmanship i'm already halfway to a d am i right oh i don't know that made no sense it just seemed so natural to say <laughs> um yeah this guy this teacher sucks he sucks pacey tries to get a little support from jack who then ends up in peterson's crossfire because he sucks um, so Peterson makes Jack read his poem, the poem that he said was just for Mr. Peterson. He now has to read 
to the entire class. Poor Jack is about to have a full-on panic attack over this. Yes! And this guy just keeps pushing and pushing, and it's so rude. So here is uh, part of what we get from Jack's poem. The poem is called Today. Today was the day the world got smaller, darker. I grew more afraid. Not of what I am, but of what I could be. I loosen my collar to take a breath. My eyes fade, and I see him. The image of perfection. His frame strong, his lips smooth. I keep thinking, what am I so scared of? And I wish I could escape the pain. But these thoughts, they invade my head, bound to my memory. They're like shackles of guilt. God, please set me free. Just a casual... Casual. High school poem. Very lighthearted high school poem. Wrote it on his way to class. <laughs> on the bus. Do high schoolers take buses? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Um, when he first read this, my mind immediately went to, oh, he's writing this from a place of trauma with his brother. Yeah. So that's where I kind of went with this whole episode. I was like, why does, why does no one realize that he wrote this about his brother? But, you know, this is a spoiler-free podcast, so I'm not going to tell you what happens at the end of the episode. Well, we'll get into not just next episode. We won't even know anything more about this poem until the next episode. But it sure. does seem like it is about his brother. Yeah, and Pacey knows about the brother pretty extensively. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that was why Pacey was fighting to stick up for him so much. Yeah. I think Pacey's just fighting to stick up for him because he's a good guy. And Jack is crying as he reads this. I know. Like, oh, God. It's so embarrassing. Poor guy. I would just change schools. Have you ever seen someone cry in school? No. Uh, I don't know, actually. I must have. Oh. I have, and I will never forget it. I remember it so vividly because he sat literally right in front of me and he was crying to the teacher about something about homework. Oh, no. It was so sad. Like, what about homework? I guess he didn't do it right, so the teacher was going to fail him, and apparently his parents were really hard on him about getting good grades. So he started crying, and he was like a jock. Oh, no. Not that jocks can't cry, but at the time, in high school... This was a big deal. Yeah. Because we went to high school back in the 1820s, <laughs> which. If a woman cried, burned at the stakes. Yeah. That's awful. Also, met to all the gentlemen, to the thousands of gentlemen that listen to this podcast, feel free to cry, man. It's okay to cry. A good cry, oof. Sometimes you hit a good cry and you just feel better. Yeah. Show emotions, men. Don't be afraid. The ladies love it. Yeah. <laughs> ladies love emotions <laughs> the original ll cool j <laughs> so then uh yeah pacey jack cries and leaves then we just get like a stare down between pacey and peterson and then in the computer lab dawson's trying to see joey's secret online handle 1999 what a different no, time i know i miss it <laughs> he jokes that it could be juicing joan or perking perky potter Ugh, gross all bad Why choices. would it be Perky Potter? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, Joey says that his is Spielberg stud. Sick burn. Oh, my God. <laughs> As they're talking, they overhear someone talking about Jack reading his poem and crying in class. It ends with a quote that um, I'm not going to repeat, but it definitely makes it clear that the kids think he's gay. And Dawson Joey overhear all of this. Goo. Goo. Act two at the Ice House. Bess is back. Bess, hey. <laughs> Where you been, girl? Out looking for Bodhi? <laughs> Clearly was not successful on that mission. Uh, nope, not yet. 
We'll see, I guess. Um, Dawson shows up asking if Joey has talked to Jack. So I guess now it's after school or maybe it's just between periods. So they're all at work or whatever. Um, <laughs> Joey says, no, he's not ready to talk. Dawson has heard about it a few more times, which is, I guess, a normal way to say that. Like, oh, I heard about it a couple more times. Um, but instead, what he says is, quote, I've heard about the incident twice more. <laughs> like he's like he's from the 1820s. <laughs> I've heard about this incident twice more. <laughs> That's what it's like. <laughs> um, Joey's being, to use Dawson's words, flip about it because it was all just a big joke. Dawson asks if he really is and then ch- says that she's worried about Joey. So they kind of like argue a little bit because Joey um, takes this as a passive aggressive way to point out a flaw in Jack that would break them up, which is not true. I don't think that that's what da- Dawson is doing, but I like this dynamic. Like it makes sense that this is how their conversation would be, how Joey would take it. Kind of, although I do side with Joey just a little bit more. I know, shocker. Um, Just because Dawson's meddling and he's kind of fueling this rumor that obviously if Joey's not worried about it, then let her be. That's fair. I think that's fair. You know? Yeah. I'm going to go back and re-record my stuff just because I don't want to ever be um, against you. No, agreeing to disagree is a sign of a healthy friendship oh okay what about just constantly rolling over to make sure that you know you're right (laughs) healthier i mean i also like that (laughs) yes um at andy's house andy and pacey are doing homework when jack heads out to go work at the ice house and that's when we find out that andy hasn't talked to jack yet pacey calls it out and she says that she doesn't understand why he wrote the poem in the first place if he hadn't written something that could be so easily misinterpreted then it wouldn't be an issue. I mean, she's right. Yeah. Pacey says that he thinks something deeper is going on and she should talk to him about the poem. Uh, to which Andy replies that it is impossible for Jack to be gay. He's talked about girls his whole life. He's crazy about Joey and he hates Madonna. Yep. that's Those are all the boxes. So I was thinking about this. And this is obviously a much bigger topic than an episode of Dawson's Darlings. Um, but the show wasn't written today. It was written in 1999. So I think it's important to remember that when there's a line like this Madonna thing, which is tame compared to other things that one, like some things don't age well, but also I go, I kind of push back against that too, because it's not that they don't age well, it's that they weren't great then either. And Mm -hmm. um, we've gotten worse. (laughs) Um, But I was thinking like, we can't just like globally, we can't judge something based on like, oh, it was a different time because of how history was terrible and everyone sucks. Um, I think it's just, it's possible to say that was 1999. We know more now. It wasn't a great line then. It's a worse line now. Yeah, I don't know, like, how to put these things into context. Yeah, I mean, well, you don't have to defend it. Sure. You didn't write it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, totally. I'm not defending it. <laughs> and I no, didn't I know, write it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, much to our chagrin, we didn't write this show. I know. Um, yeah, no, it's it's hard. It, you could say that with so many shows, especially from the '90s. You could say the same thing about Friends. Honestly, didn't really hold up in terms of uh, a lot of a lot of things, not just homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things, yeah. But you know, it's we. I'm just grateful that we are in a place where that wouldn't fly nowadays. Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. Great way to look at it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. There are some things that shouldn't have flown then, also, which we'll get to. Yes. The one specific thing that yeah. I, I'm appalled. That it land that it ended up on air at all that somebody thought this was okay to do any of it, which we'll get to. 
moving on. <laughs> Pacey asks Andy if she's ever asked Jack if he's gay, and Andy says she doesn't need to. She says she also says that she'll be disappointed. And yes, that is shitty, but I guess kind of good on the writers for making it not like, hey, all of these characters are perfect. All of our main characters are perfect. Mm-hmm. I like that there is like sh- that is a shitty response of Andy's. Yeah. But it also kind of makes sense for Andy. Yeah, because she's very black and white. Yeah. She thinks very black and white. Maybe she was would be disappointed because he felt like he couldn't tell her. I was just thinking, I think that she is at a place in her life right now where she needs everything to be perfect. Her yeah. mom, her dad, uh, her grief, her mental state, her family, like all of it. She just needs everything to be perfect. That's not good, but I I can see that not even not Jack being gay, but just like the uh, hubbub around it. Right. She needs to have some kind of control. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it. I like that the writers gave characters that are are flawed in their responses. Yeah. Yeah. At Jen's, Ty's like bordering on pathetic as he calls to ask her about again. This time. He's in a basement under a single Edison bulb when he calls her. Is he in her basement? I'm worried he's in her basement. That that could definitely be a possibility. He has like gramps. (laughs) (laughs) Just propped up like Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, Gramps and I were thinking maybe we could go out to a different church tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, what's that about? Why Why is he down there? Why did they set him in there? I don't know. I don't know. She says no and hangs up. Then he calls right back and asks her out again. She hangs no. up again. But then I guess the third time's a charm because he calls again and he's picking her up at 10 p.m. on a school 10? night. It's That's way too late. It's way too late on a school night especially. Yeah. And also, men, show your emotions, but please do not repeatedly call a girl if she keeps hanging up on you. That means she doesn't want to talk to you. Yes. Okay? Take it as constructive criticism. Ugh. At the ice house, Bess pushes Joey to go talk to Jack. Jack tells her to just ask if there's something that she wants to ask. And Joey says that she's sorry, but people are already saying things, and he hasn't offered any explanation for what he wrote. Which he doesn't have to. Which he also says he doesn't have to, but he doesn't have to. He doesn't. No. Joey agrees, but then says she wants to know why he wrote a poem about a guy that made him cry in a room full of people. But she says it better than that. It's approachable yeah. the way that she said it. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if you want approachability, watch the show. Go watch Joey. If you want to know <laughs> the facts of what happened, come here. Yes, yes, the facts. Just the facts. Hearing Jack, like, somberly say there was nothing gay about that poem. It kind of made me laugh, and I'm unsure why. <laughs> it just, like, I guess nowadays it just felt so, like, trite or, like, I don't know. It, he was just like, there's nothing gay about that poem. I was like, okay, dude. I don't know. It just, maybe it wouldn't have been 1999, but in 2021, I was like, that was not a well-written line. It If the, if the show was written today, it would definitely have been no homo. Yeah. Or, I mean, I like to think it would be a little bit more nuanced. I, yeah, I would like, yeah, well, this show would be, yeah, yeah. Just like, I don't like when guys say that. No homo. No, oh my God, I hate that. I, listen, man, I really like your hair. No homo. Oh, uh, no one thought you were gay because you have an opinion on hair. Yeah. Now I think you're a homophobe. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. I don't think you're gay. I think you actually hate the gays. Yeah. I, so. I, I think you suck. Like, <laughs> I think you hang out yeah, with Yeah. Let's Mr. cancel Peters. no homo. Yeah. I, I don't know the last time I heard someone say no homo, though. I think 
uh, oh, you know what? I wonder if we stopped saying it or if it's because um, we've grown up. We just haven't been outside in like a year and a half. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the whole thing. We're both, as we both yawn, like, oh, God. Oh, this pandemic, we're so lame. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jack says there's nothing gay about the poem. Um, he sat down to write it and just wrote what was in his hedge, head and hedge head and one of the images that came into his head was masculine it could have been him could have been his brother he doesn't know uh and he cried when he read it because it just hit a weird nerve and unleashed like some of his stuff with his family he adds that he adores joey and if he ever wrote a love poem it would be about her good enough for joey yeah sure why not yeah uh anyway let's go to this weird bar that uh ty brought jen to very weird bar. Um, it also weird. A lot of things are weird here. Jen asks if drinking at a bar is against Jesus's rules. And that's kind of it for the scene. Like they go into this bar. Jen says, isn't this against Jesus's rules? And that's it. Like we're out. Yeah, I'm not really sure Jesus's rules, uh, as you put them, Jen, include bars and uh, public drinking spaces. But whatever you want to interpret. Yeah. I mean, I would presume that um, Cape Side has some rules. about that (laughs) about 16 year olds hanging out in a bar yeah i can't quite put my finger on ty like i don't know if i can trust him he's this like bible thumping guy but also hangs out in these weird dark jazz clubs yeah and and, again knows everybody he's 16 i mean hang out wherever you want to hang out guys but no judgment no homo (laughs) no (laughs) nice that's a callback that's a callback yeah yeah and uh yeah um, at school, someone has copied Jack's poem and plastered it all around. And I blame Peterson. Because where did they get the poem? Peterson. I really do think it was, like, either... Yeah, he's a little shit. He's a little shit. Like, I could totally see this guy doing it. Speaking of him being the worst, it's day two, and Peterson wants to know if Jack wants to finish reading the poem. Like, this guy's not fucking done. Yeah! This bitch, now, he has to finish reading the poem, and if he doesn't, He's going to fail. Like, how is that a rule? Everything is whatever he wants. I'm going to say something. I think that Mr. Peterson has my second least favorite beard. What? What is that? What do you mean? Like facial hair, beard. Because you know I love a beard. But I don't like right. it when bad, bad men have beards. And he's a bad man. So I'm mad that he has a beard. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's your least favorite beard? Ted Cruz. Oh, sure. It's, he shouldn't even have a beard. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve those follicles. Yeah. No, he really doesn't. And his haircut. Mm. <laughs> anyway, he's our guest next week. So let's try and be a little cool about <laughs> 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 he, he loves Dawson. <laughs> he would. I know. So would. <laughs> and Dawson would love him back. It's really hard for me to agree with that because I just don't want anyone to love him back. <laughs> true um pacey is gonna help out though pacey's here to help super pacey (laughs) he's gonna read the poem which i don't know if i would exactly call helping but i guess it's vaguely better than jack reading it i guess it's better than watching jack suffer through it while crying yeah peterson yells at him to stop and when he doesn't he writes him a pass to the principal's office got him yeah (laughs) i nailed it as he's gathering his things, Pacey says that not everyone in the cl- that everyone else in the class might be afraid of him, but he's not. He says he sees his scare, tax- scare tactics for what they are. The misguided lashings of a bitter, lonely old man who only feels good when somebody else in the class feels worse. Taking the church, Pacey. Oh, 
Peterson says he'll fail him. Even though he's gotten a B or better in class, he calls him a failure and says trying to teach people like him is like spitting in the face of the entire educational system. So Pacey spits on him because that's spitting in the face of the entire educational system. Big mistake. Huge. I like legit gasped when he did that because I was like, oh, man, Pacey, punch him in the face, blah, blah, blah. And then he spits in his face. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't mean that. (laughs) You weren't supposed to listen to me, Pacey. It's a good line, though. We love a great, like, line to exit on. And that is a line. I mean, this whole thing. Move over, Mr. Manny. There's a new sheriff in town and a Pacey wetter. (laughs) And his glasses. First, he has to get them. He does not have glasses yet. But but. You're going to start getting unsolicited glasses picks. (laughs) Unsolicited (laughs) spec picks. Fine. I'm I'm fine by it. At Dawson Starlings. (laughs) If it gets people to the Instagram, we'll take it. Yeah, we will take any kind of interaction. (laughs) Um, uh, Act three. In a meeting with Pacey, Peterson, Mr. Milo, the very kind guidance counselor from the beginning of the episode, and the principal, um, Pacey says he won't apologize, and Mr. Milo tells Peterson that he's not innocent. A lot of hard peas in this. Yeah. (laughs) In this whole thing. It's very (laughs) tough. It's real tough. theme. The principal says they're going to reconvene the next day, and if Pacey doesn't apologize, he's going to be suspended. Dun, dun, dun. Did you ever get suspended? No. I Me either. I, yeah, but you the way that you said it makes makes me think that maybe you should have been. That you did something and got away with it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> should you have been suspended? I don't know, maybe a couple times. No, I'm just kidding. No. Where were we? What were we talking about? Friends? Friends, yeah, yeah. Uh, outside of the room, Jack's there because Mr. Milo wants to talk to him. He tells Pacey he's being Jack tells Pacey he's being an idiot by not apologizing and that he can handle his own battles because uh, he didn't need a hero or have it made into a bigger spectacle. Jack's right. Like this poor guy, he wrote a poem that, yes, what happened is a big deal in high school. He wrote a poem. He got forced to read it by a shitty teacher. He cried because it struck a nerve. But now and and there are rumors about him. But everybody coming to his fucking defense like this, like you said, now I'm way on your team about it. Now that I'm really talking it out, everyone coming to his defense like this is making it way worse. Yeah. Like, it's a whole thing now. Can we just be like, I don't know, just, I know, high school. I didn't get out a single sentence in that thought. (laughs) Just because I'm like, I'm mad for Jack. I'm mad for Pacey. I'm mad that people in high school treat people this way. I'm mad that this teacher's a teacher. You know, this whole situation sucks. Yeah. And you know what sucks about it, too? Is this shit is not just made up. This is not just a, like, here's a far-out totally. story that would never happen. This is what kids had to go through or still go through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, outside of the classroom, outside of school, uh, Ty brings Jenna cupcake for some reason. He's so weird, man. They talk about their weird-ass date that they went on the night before. Jen calls it hypocritical. Ty calls it a reason to go to church on Sunday. I call them both incorrect. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really not following Ty's logic, though. You've, spoiler alert, um, but spoiler alert for no spoilers, you have seen both this episode and the next episode. So we're going into this with only two episodes worth of information. Yeah. So we both... (laughs) 
have seen the next episode and have seen Ty. But I still can't get on board with Ty even like here. Yeah, me either. He was, like I said, I don't trust him. I can't put my finger on him. I don't like him. Yeah. Uh, In the halls, Andy assumes Pacey is going to apologize, but he's actually going to take the suspension instead. He says that Peterson doesn't deserve the apology. We love a man who stands up for something. Mm Mm-hmm. He tells Andy that everything she's helped him become has turned him into someone who believes in himself and his instincts, uh, which are telling him not to apologize because what Peterson did was wrong. And yeah. What he did was wrong. Meanwhile, uh, fresh from his meeting with Mr. Milo, Jack's got some new pamphlets. They include gay and okay. What's your sexuality? And am I gay? (laughs) Oh my God. Am am I? (laughs) It's just a, uh, a checklist. Got it. Yeah. Madonna, no, I'm not gay. <laughs> um, uh, no time to talk, talk about the pamphlets or impending suspension, though, because someone has tagged Jack's locker. And uh, it's it's bad. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. I knew that this was going to happen. Like as soon as we entered the scene and we saw the little crowd of people around his locker, I knew exactly what was up. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, seeing it is just so jarring and sad. And like, I just can't believe people do that shit. Yeah. It <sighs> is not something that would be shown so casually on network TV today, but a significant bummer to re- be reminded that just 23 years ago, it was so okay that it could be, it was known to be a slur, but still so okay that it could just be thrown up on network television at like nine o'clock at night i know yeah jack uh so this thing on his locker is revealed jack then just goes to use his locker while everyone watches like tries to kind of just go through with it i would kind of do the same i think yeah i mean kind of what else can you do yeah just ignore it mind your business and move on like if it's not phasing him it shouldn't phase anyone else yeah there is also, it's reminding me of, um, there's a One Tree Hill storyline where Peyton is accused of being gay because she has a friend that is a lesbian. And so, obviously, that must mean that mm. she's a lesbian, too, because who else would befriend a lesbian but another lesbian? Yeah. That's the only th- right. possible. Right, of course, yeah. And so, they write um, a, another slur for lesbian on her locker. And again, like Mm -hmm. same kind of thing, blue locker, red paint, like this will get him. And she has like a a much more public (laughs) response to it. But anyway, I don't know. It's a different reaction to it. But this like trend of writing homophobic slurs on lockers is uh, sucks. Really sucks. And I don't really understand the reaction of everyone else in this scene when he goes over to his locker. Like everyone kind of just stands there expecting him to turn around and publicly come out and be like, yep, anyway. like wh- And then Andy and Pacey and Dawson are all just watching, doing nothing for it. I mean, Pacey's off the hook. He's done enough. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, his own sister, because we know Jack is Andy's sister. Jack's oh, brother, yeah, Andy's that's right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Because yeah. I always forget, like, who is Jack even, you know? Yeah, it, Jack is Andy's brother. Brother of Andy. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all kind of just standing there also. And I'm like, this is your sister and your closest friends, presumably, just being like, well, do you have anything you? to say to yourself? <laughs> and like all these kids are just kind of like, well, are you? Yeah. 
And I was like, what? And then poor Joey. I mean, the only thing that she can do is play tonsil hockey with the kid. It's a rough scene because even that is like he. So he's in his locker, like rifling through shit. And then Joey goes up to him and they kiss in front of his locker. And like wherever this the episode is going, this scene is. uh, Is cringy. Yeah. Yeah. And not cringy, cringy, just like sad, not cringy, like Dawson, you know having a framed photo of Spielberg on his desk kind of cringy, but just like yeah. fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. For everybody. Well only well for Jack. Not for everybody. For Jack. <laughs> and Joey. It's, yeah. 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 It's also sad that back in high school or in school or I I don't know if it's this way now, but in school the worst thing you can be called was gay. Or like so it was something that you could be accused of. Yeah. Which was so asinine and ridiculous. And I remember that when that was the case when we were young i mean yeah we're pretty old um <laughs> and i i obviously don't spend any time in uh schools with young people but i really hope that's not how it is now i hope not too gen zers write us tell us if if that's a thing <laughs> we want to know yeah and if it is a thing we will go to your high schools and do a live recording of this episode again and um, as punishment as punishment <laughs> I meant as a teachable moment, but sure, as punishment. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Act four. At home, Jack and Andy finally talk while Jack does the dishes. Andy does not apologize for being so cold, but Jack lets her off anyway because siblings, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, She says it's been really hard for her (laughs) because Jack is better suited for this kind of thing. What? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, he's the one who started off this whole episode crying in front of people, but okay. (laughs) She tells him that when she first heard about the poem, her first reaction was resentment. Uh, Oh, great. There's something else that I have to deal with. But then she read the poem and says that she doesn't know if he's gay or not. And she actually doesn't care, which is not a great. That's also not great. It's like being like, well, I'm colorblind. No, you're not. You're fucking. Yeah. But she says that the person who wrote that poem is just as scared as she is. And she's there for him and she loves him, which is. That's very sweet. Yeah. Uh, That's what he needs to hear right now. It is. And again, like Andy's a main character and they've written her in not a great light, but I really like yeah. it. I like that they've kind of figured out a way to still, she's lovable, even though. She's layered. She's yeah. got layers yeah. like an onion. Like a what? An onion? An onion. onion. <laughs> or a seven layer cake. Ooh. <laughs> oh, even better. Uh, at the Leary House of Possibility, Joey comes in through the window of love. Aw. Ding, 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 ding. She's there to apologize to Dawson for her reaction yesterday and says that she needs some advice about what to do about Jack. Joey, please don't let your ex-boyfriend convince you to ask your current boyfriend if he is gay. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> and then lo and behold, what does she do? She definitely does. Well, first Dawson has to mansplain elephant in the room. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> an elephant. It's an animal uh, native to Africa, sometimes Asia. <laughs> You'll know by the ears. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think there are other ways, too, but that's what I remember from going to, like, the San Diego Wild Animal Park. Yeah. Is that, like, a myth, or is that something that is really true and we're, like, basically scientists? That's. I, I think it's the second one. Basically true. Okay. And also, we're basically scientists. All right. We're zoologists. Why not both? Because of ladies. <laughs> so Dawson mansplains the phrase elephant in the room and then Joey heads out to go talk to Jack on her very terrible advice from Dawson but not before giving Dawson a little kiss on the cheek yeah not appropriate Joey know your boundaries with your ex-boyfriend 
Well, she came in through the window of love, so. In the window of love. Mm. Next day at school, Dawson and Pacey are waiting outside of the principal's office because Dawson, good friend to Pacey. And only Pacey. And only Pacey. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Pacey considers apologizing, but asks Dawson if he'd be ashamed of him, if he can't apologize. And Dawson says that in his lifetime, he will never be ashamed of Pacey. Aw. And that is very sweet. I liked that scene a lot. Dawson's bad advice aside. Mm, actually, never mind. I was going to say Dawson's been fine in this episode, but not with the Jack stuff. Nah, not at all. But I've been saying it. He's been a great friend to Pacey. True. Besides when he forgot both of his birthdays. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to imagine that you would forget your friend's 48-hour birthday. But yeah, it does. Uh, and then it's just Pacey, Peterson, Mr. Milo, and the principal. And the moment of truth. Pacey says he's more ashamed of what he did than anything he's ever done. It was wrong. However, he will never apologize for the intention behind the event. The entire world of schools built upon the idea that the teachers and administration decide what's right and what's wrong. But what happened with Peterson was wrong. He's a bad man. And he exits. Pacey exits with a strong exit. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Got a lot of strong exits in, in this episode. Yeah. Because he's a strong, handsome man. Do you think Joshua Jackson was like doing push-ups right before they called action? <laughs> Not because not because his like arms look jacked or anything, but I think like I imagine guys doing that before they need to like feel powerful. I think um, I, I think he feels powerful all on his own. Here's a hot take, an actual hot take. Um, there's an actor from Gilmore Girls who does that. Interesting. Does push-ups right before scenes, and I'm not going to tell you who. Later, after his strong exit, uh, Pacey's sitting on the dock when Andy joins him, and we find out that he's been suspended for a week. Suspensions are so stupid. Yeah. They seem really just counterproductive. Yeah. Like, if you want to punish someone, keep them in school and make them do homework. Exactly. Don't let them have time off where your parents are at work and you can watch TV all day. And then you come back behind in school. Yeah. And then everyone's, like, wanting to talk about you because you just got back from suspension. I mean, this is all I assume what happens. I was smart enough to not get suspended and I was nerdy so. enough to not get suspended. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't do it. I was very good in school. Uh, Pacey tells Andy that he needs her. Su- he needed her support. Uh, not for her to agree with him and everything that he does, which Andy says that she can't do, but just to support him. And then Andy fights back saying that because she challenged one thing and now suddenly he's like calling her out as if she never supports him. And actually she came down to apologize to Pacey, but she's been struggling with it because she apologized to Jack since he's innocent in what happened. But Pacey knew exactly what we what he was doing. Uh, and then we get Pacey's motivation behind all of it, which is that he feels guilty because if he feels like this was his fault. Peterson knew that he couldn't get the best of him, so he went after Jack. Uh, he couldn't tell Andy he felt responsible because she didn't want to hear it. She just wanted him to, like, clean up the mess. Truth bombs, truth bombs, truth bombs. Hot take, hot take, hot take. I liked it. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know. I think Andy's being pretty hard on Pacey. I mean, she's he's sticking up for his friend who is her brother and was trying to protect him. And I don't know. I just feel like she was being a little ungrateful. None of this really has anything to do with Andy. No, not at all. So <laughs> she's making herself the victim. Yeah, <laughs> she is. Yeah, she's playing the victim card. Yeah. So not a great look for Andy. But again, love it. Love that they've done this to the main character or to a main character. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Andy's creep. Oh, I, oh, shoot. I forgot you haven't seen episode 216 where she murders everybody (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) and then finishes dawson's film for him 
Oh, well, it'll turn out better, I'm sure. <laughs> just a few rewrites. Um, <laughs> at the ice house, Joy just busts out, are you gay? <laughs> to Jack. You gay? You gay. Uh, she has a whole, like, very fast-paced monologue about why she's asking him. Because, obviously, she's nervous, but basically says that uh, when they talked about it, they didn't really talk about it. And so now she wants to talk about it. Jack says no, and then they kiss. And the lighting in the scene really makes his cheekbones pop. Yeah, he's gets handsomer with age. And as we know in Cape Side, that's seven years of death. <laughs> Since he read the poem. Since he read the second half of the poem. Right. <laughs> uh, and then Only Lonely by Hoodie the Blowfish plays under the scene as the camera winds around them holding each other and Jack assures Joey that he's not gay. But then it ends on a tight shot of Jack and I guess like a conflicted look. Yeah, a look of like, or he is gay. Me, oh my. Okay, so as someone who's never seen this episode before yesterday, I really thought that this whole episode was just like, he read this poem that he wrote about his brother and now everyone thinks he's gay and he has to be like, I'm not gay. But it was like the 90s, so people had to like say that back then. And then at this final scene, this final shot where they linger on him, I was like, oh shit, maybe he is really gay. Because I actually really didn't, not that I didn't pick up on that, but I really didn't think that's where the story was going. Mm -hmm. Because he just seems so unfazed by it and it seems so ridiculous. Not that he could be gay, but it just seemed ridiculous that how everyone was treating him and it just seemed very television. Yeah. And, but I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that that's how they were like having this come out. We'll see you next episode. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But in his face, he's like, am I maybe LGBTQ plus ally? I don't know. Any, he's trying to figure it out. Yeah. So there we go. That's uh part one. Next week we'll be talking about part two, season two, episode 15. That is the question. Oh, I get it. Because the first one was to be or not to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, based off of an Emily Bronte poem. So if anyone wanted to um, inquire, or if anyone wanted to send you unsolicited spec pics, where can they find you on Instagram? <laughs> they can. And by the way, they they are solicited. No, they're not solicited. <laughs> they're not solicited. <laughs> Careful. All of a sudden, I just had an image of like a lot of dick pics with glasses on them because, you know, <laughs> every guy thinks they're so clever. <laughs> yeah that's true we've seen it before guys yeah and guess what it's never no woman has ever been like okay no maybe put a bow tie on it it'll change my mind a bow tie a beard and glasses i don't want to see any of it because i'm married um and i don't want to see any of it because like you're, you're a normal person you're not gonna make it look good <laughs> yeah i hate to break it to you but they're not cute sorry guys anyway at kim Moffat for hot takes on (laughs) why please don't send me your unsolicited spec pics yeah kim Moffat on instagram and twitter zaz if anyone wanted to talk to you about bow ties on uh eyeglasses uh-huh. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you can reach me at Ashley Zaz on Instagram and Twitter. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, the show doesn't have any social media. <laughs> LOL, JK. Of course it does. <laughs> at Dawson's Darlings. Interact with us and like our posts and ask us questions and just let us know you're listening because we really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, like us as people. Yeah.